your Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Obviously, yesterday we talked to some guys about conversations that were had. Did you feel that, results aside, there was some element of response to what you guys discussed? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, just tough result, you know? Jack, after your line, does it, and, and Holtz did catch on that one opportunity, but does it feel like a lot of the offense is being generated after you know, the top line here? Listen, we didn't generate anything tonight either. We didn't score, so who are we to talk? Do you think from those conversations yesterday, do you think there are you know, still things that, that you want to resonate more with this team? I think that, uh, I mean, probably talking too much. we got to go out there and play better. What are some of the specific adjustments you want to see be made uh, since you're one of the leaders of this team? No adjustments. It's all, it's just our will and compete, and that's about it. I feel like after the first period, you guys started to maybe pick it up a little bit and, you know, maybe you can ride that tomorrow into, you know, like Buffalo. Yes, yes and no. I mean, uh, it's just not a great performance, and we should be excited and ready to go for tomorrow. Thanks. Yeah. Honest conversations, too. Is, is there, you know, things that were talked about in there that you kind of want to resonate more kind of on the, you know, other end of that? You know, what, what kind of do you think this team still needs to do to, you know, have success like you did last year? Yeah, uh, I mean, first thing first, probably, like, just – defensively overall but uh that's just small little details all over the ice you know we got to play a 200 foot game and uh yeah thanks yeah. from a goaltending perspective what are some of the adjustments that you and vtech are trying to make in order to get back to uh, what you guys were able to do uh towards the end of last year uh i mean just like all of us you know it's just working on details um Small things make a huge difference in this league. I mean, just generally in hockey. And uh, that's kind of what we've been working on. You know, it's not far off, but uh, just always a little bit behind. Yeah, well, the loss sucks. Um, I thought we did some some good things. I also feel like we spotted them two goals. um, And we couldn't climb out of that hole. Um, But there's a lot better that I saw. Uh, I didn't think I didn't think we were cheating for offense as much, uh, so, so uh, we got pucks in more, um, and we created more offense that way. The puck didn't go in the back of the net. I mean that's just how how it happens. But uh, so there's things that we can take away from that. But obviously, if you spot any team two goals, it's hard to climb out of that. And uh, came down that their goalie played a good game and couldn't find a win so that's uh that sucks but uh you know what we gotta come ready for tomorrow and get ourselves right back on the horse did you feel that the the energy was there the did you feel confident about that part of the game at least yeah yeah for sure i thought uh i mean people can say the shots show that but i mean shots are mm-hmm. i i play with carolina and we always got lots of shots and sometimes we didn't play very well so mm-hmm. shots is is, is uh, not a very good indicator sometimes, but uh, for me it was kind of how we kept the, probably a lot of uh, in-zone possession. 
and we've got more pucks behind their D and then they have to go 200 feet instead of when we turn it over at their blue line and then it just that's that's the way to lose that's just mayhem so I thought we did a better job of that um, and from there we got to we got to correct a couple more things and make sure that we don't give them easy goals because, like I said, it's hard to crawl out of that. On some of the things that you guys were talking about with each other yesterday, did you feel that there are building blocks that you, you see tonight or this y afternoon? Yeah, yeah. Like, I thought we won more battles. Yeah. And I've told you this before. It, it comes down to 50-50s. I don't care where it is on the ice. You win those battles, you'll have the puck more, and then you'll play in the ozone, and you're not getting scored on. So I thought we did a better job of that. Um, but... In my mind, there's still there's a long way to go, and uh, we're n we're not close to the team that we want to be right now. But you're giving yourselves less room for error. A hundred percent. And so that's what. At the end of the day, you have to take the positives. Mm -hmm. uh, glass half full. Like I think that that was still a good showing. Yeah, we lost. You know what? That's happens. That, that's just the game. That's any game, any sport. Uh, things might not go your way, but the more you play the right way, it's going to go your way. Mm -hmm. And I think if we continue to do that and keep getting better on that, uh, we'll start winning more games. Brennan, you said that Chance isn't a good indicator of how you guys play. Like not you always. Not okay. always. Always. Um, do you feel like you guys are generating those high danger opportunities? I mean, secondary scoring chances. Yeah, there was a couple whacks right in front, um, a couple posts. Uh, there's close calls. I mean, I felt that we had more of that than we've had in in previous games. Obviously, the Detroit game. I, I don't even want to talk about it. it was that was maybe the ugliest game I've seen our club play in two years. So we created nothing, and today we created more. And so uh, let's take this to the next game, and and some of those will go. They'll go. Uh, just you got to kind of stay with it. The, the, the worst thing is because it didn't work this time, you get away from it. That's not what we want. We want to keep harping on playing the right way, and eventually those, those will go in the back of the net. It's just kind of law of numbers there. So uh, you guys seem to play good at spurts during the course of the season. So first period, you guys had a huge penalty kill. Period three, you generated way more shots. What are some of the adjustments, in your personal opinion, that need to be made in order to see better outcomes? I still think our starts have to be better. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's two years now we keep saying that. But that's something that we still have to get better at. We, we talk about even just playing even more simple and making sure we get pucks to the net. So... For sure, the starts have to be better. And in my mind, I just touched on it earlier, is that we can't, we can't spot them two goals. But we, we, you gotta, the attention to detail is, is so fine at this level um, that sometimes puck luck, if you're not paying attention, it'll go in the back of your net, and you cannot allow that. So um, there are no easy games in this league. The parity is, is incredible, and so you have to be dialed in all the time. So I, in my mind, I was still harping on, on our starts and, and just be very uh, attention to detail. So if we can kind of detail that in, I think it's going to keep us in the right direction. I've said this before, I'm just here to help the team win. And I, I thought I created some offense and uh, I thought I did a good job on, on the penalty kill. So um, for sure, I would like more minutes, but I understand the situation of the game and uh, it is what it is. But for myself, I felt pretty comfortable with how things went. From a defensive aspect, uh, what are some of the things that you guys need to work on? Because it seems like you guys give up a lot of odd man rushes and open breakaways, and we saw that on full display once again in this game. I wouldn't say full display. I would say previous full display. I would say uh, 
it's been known through the se- through the season that we have given up way too man- many odd man rushes. I wouldn't say today we did give up two, maybe one. Of the, the breakaway for sure, it can't happen. It just can't happen. But uh, less, and so that's where I'm trying to take. When I'm saying glass half full, that's what I want to take away from that because we did give up way less, but we didn't cheat the game. We were above people. We we played hard, so that's where I'm taking the positives. But um, we have been known for that for earlier. So I'm we're trying to we're trying to grow, and a lot of times you got to kill the old you to to become the new you, and and that's what we're doing right now. We all talked about you know needing a response after yesterday's practice, after the discussions that were had. What did you see today? Well. Uh, there were some things I saw better. Uh, again, didn't like our start. I didn't like the the goal we gave up at the end of the first period. Uh, it's a goal that you know you can't give up. You give you know you give a team like that uh, a lead. We've fought back to make it one-one, and you give a goal late in the period. Uh, those are killers. We also talked a lot about you know your definition of what courage is inside of a game, whether it's the back check when you're tired. Did you see better yeah, elements I mean, of that? Did. I mean, if you look at the game, the uh, opposing chances went way down. I still think there's lanes that we can get in to, to block a few more shots. Uh, you know, I thought of desperation killing uh, penalties. I mean, if you want to look at the first period, the four-minute minor was something that you know, I thought we were just going to get some momentum, and you got to kill a four-minute penalty, which, you know, it was it's hard to generate anything. Landy, just curious, what you thought of Dougie Hamilton's game tonight? It felt like he was uh, no, I mean, not I mean, really not good. I mean, the mistake on the on both goals, a two-and-two rush, and uh, you know, got caught. Uh, but a guy in behind him on the second one. Those are, you know, the plays that we're trying to eliminate. And as far as depth scoring here, I know Holtz cashed in on that one opportunity, but after that, it felt like any any of the forward lines really struggled to create opportunities tonight. Well, it's like I said, when you know when they got the lead, they they had a lot of people back. They stayed inside. It's a battle to get inside. Uh, the type of opportunities you were going to get, you're going to have to tip or you're going to rebound. We just didn't get to the second opportunity, and we got pucks through. You know, hit post, bounce to places, but that second opportunity wasn't there for us. Uh, you know, great job creating the opportunity, but we didn't do a, a good enough job tracking down that second opportunity. Lindy, any update on, on Curtis? He, you know, gave it a try, just couldn't come back, so be uh, questionable for, for tomorrow. And, you know, it's now 1-6, one 1-6 six, one six in your last seven. Um, you know, is there any sort of systematic changes that, that need to happen? Are you considering that at all um, at this point? When, you, when you're saying systematic? I, I guess, you know, and maybe further lineup changes, maybe, you know, things, teams well, are figuring out your system. I mean, we don't have a lot of lineup changes we can, we can make, um, you know, until we get people coming back. So there's not a lot of lineup changes. We know that we're a little bit limited. We've had some, you know, if you want to compare the the previous game to tonight, we played a game that would give us an opportunity to win a hockey game. As far as Schmid, how do you think he played tonight? I thought he played well. You know, he gave us the one, he gave us that save in the third period on, the, again, a breakdown by our defenseman, uh, the breakaway save. Uh, that was a big save that time. It gave us that opportunity late uh, to tie the game, and we had a couple looks, but you know we didn't cash in.
you're starting to see a little bit more of what you saw last year from Shmeed, uh in the last few few outings? Yeah, you know, I think it been stronger. Uh, again, it's everything is connected with our team. You know, our, you know, what we give up, uh, how we give it up, impacts how our goaltenders play. And you know, we didn't give our goaltender a chance in Detroit on two or three of those opportunities. Uh, tonight, I thought it was better. But I, you know, again, we, we had a couple near breakaways that didn't get them. That we gave them a couple clear cut breakaways that uh, we can't allow if we're going to win hockey games. And Smith that forward is just a consequence of being down bodies. No, I you know I think we look for some. I thought every shift they were on the ice, they created something good for us. And just that hardness to get inside. Uh, Brennan used him in New York when I was there. Used him at forward. Uh, I thought almost every every shift was an inside shift. We got pucks to the net. I thought his penalty killing again. We needed him. Uh, he's been good. And uh, so we we had told him we can play some forward and play uh, play decal and penalties. Thanks. I hope you guys are enjoying the post game sound bites on this bonus episode. Before we continue, let me tell you something about collective. So if you run a small solo business, you're an army of one, but you still need a CPA, a bookkeeper, separate payroll solution, and more. Let collective take care of the paperwork while you take care of your business. Collective is the number one financial solution for freelancers, contractors, and self-employed entrepreneurs that lets you focus on your passion, not your paperwork. So let Collective handle all the paperwork you dread, like corporate formation and compliance, taxes, bookkeeping, accounting, and even payroll. The best part, it's a fraction of the cost of a CPA. Collective knows that if you're a business of one makes over 80,000 a year, you will find the most value from their services. Join the thousands of solopreneurs who have served an average of 10,000 per year on taxes with their structure. Right now, Collective is offering a one month free and on no onboarding fee when you go to collective.com slash locked on NHL and tell them locked on NHL sent you. That's a $550 value for free when you go to collective.com slash locked on NHL and tell them that locked on NHL sent you. That's collective.com slash locked on NHL. And you know what to say, tell them that locked on sent you. And now, let me tell you guys about Sleeper because I am in the midst of my fantasy football season, but let's talk some hockey. Let's do that hockey. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. So could Nico Heischer score 50 goals? I don't know. He was on fire in the previous matchup against the Sabres. Devils could hoist the Stanley Cup. Maybe Nico Heischer will be the saving grace. And you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. Also take note that fans can play daily fantasy football, basketball, baseball, college football on Sleeper. All you have to do is pick studs like Jack Hughes, Nico Keisher, Jesper Brad, Vitek Vancheck, whomever will score more or less than their Sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in any given time. To win a 100-time bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Devils fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. All right, let's get back to this bonus episode of Sound Bites. Take it away once again. All right, joined by Matty Beneers. He's a center for the Seattle Kraken. So 
Uh, you were teammates with Luke Hughes at the University of Michigan, and he just signed his entry-level contract with New Jersey. Uh, you've been in the league for one year now. Any advice for Luke as he embarks on his NHL journey? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a great player, uh, unbelievable guy. He's going to do great, great skater, great all over the ice. So I think, you know, don't, he doesn't need much advice. I think just, you know, have fun with it. Um, you know, play, play your game. As a former teammate, how would you describe Luke's game in your own words? What can Devils fans expect from him? Yeah, I mean, he's a extremely dynamic player, uh, one of the best skaters I've you know, ever really played with. Um, you know, has skill skill on the offensive side of the puck, but also, you know, he's very, very responsible defensively. So, kind of got the whole package there with him. Michigan is obviously a dominant hockey program. Last year, you guys went to the Frozen Four. They went again uh, this year. What are some of your fondest memories playing with Luke uh, while suiting up for the Wolverines? Um, I would say just, you know, being around the rink with them, winning a Big Ten championship with them was, you know, really fun. From a personal standpoint, how would you describe Luke uh, as a person? Great guy, cares about everyone in the room. Um, you know, just a guy you want to be around. Thank you. So, Maddie, I don't know if you know this, but obviously your first 10 games in the NHL, you racked up nine points. And then for Luke Hughes, when we factor in regular season and playoffs, he was also getting nearly a point per game. So, and he's also tops amongst rookies in points to begin this year. So having won the Calder, do you have any advice for someone like Luke to follow in your footsteps so that way he could potentially win the Calder? What went right for you personally last season that ended up uh, becoming rookie of the year? Yeah, I mean, he's a, a great player. Um, and I'm super happy for him. You know, I hope he hope he has a lot of success this year. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely a long year, but I think he – is surrounded by the right people and you know plays the right way. He's obviously super skilled, works hard, um, plays both sides of the puck really well, not just offensively but defensively. So um, you know there's not really much advice you know he needs from from me. You know he's got two great support um, system with the brothers and family. So um, you know I'd just say keep it going and you know he's gonna have a great year. One of the things that people talk about is the rookie wall, which is halfway through the year, your body starts to give out on you a little bit. Obviously, going from collegiate to now, NHL can definitely um, be, can definitely take a toll on anyone. So basically, I want to hear your perspective. How did you push through it, and how can rookies like Luke Hughes push through it as well? Like, what's the advice you could give to all rookies that uh, when the midway point of the season hits? Yeah, I mean, it's just taking care of your body. That's the biggest thing. Um, you know, it's a long year. You play a lot of games, and taking care of your body is important. Um, you know, that would be the biggest thing.